0: New York is the city that never sleeps, and neither does Sal Licata. From Flushing in the Bronx to the Meadowlands in MSG, Sal sounds off on the biggest sports news of the day. Welcome to WFAN Daily with Sal Licata. Back again for another edition of WFAN Daily. This will be the last edition of the 2023 calendar year. We'll have some fresh ones for you coming up next uh, week. Uh, Even on New Year's Day, as a matter of fact, we'll, we'll review the top sports stories of 2023 before we then turn the page and start 2024 talking sports on January 2nd for the new year. And hopefully things are better in the new year than they were this past year. Now, for this edition, this final episode of WFA in Delhi, which just got started, but still the final episode of this year. And by the way, you can... Download these episodes anywhere you get your podcasts. They come out every morning, Monday through Friday, 4.30 a.m. Today, we're going to do a little special one for you. Close out the year in style with the top three sports stories involving WFAN radio. Uh, Obviously, something that hits close to home here, being that, in fact, uh, you know, this name of the show is called WFAN Daily, and I work on WFAN radio. And to help me uh, along with these top three, producer Hoff will join us, Pete Hoffman, Hoff, what are we looking at here? Let's go. Let's get to a top three WFAN stories of the year.
1: So I think the first one we have to go to the afternoon show, uh, it was during Craig Carton, well, while still here, which, by the way, he should get a uh, honorable mention for his final show on WFAN. Oh,
0: being one of the me- memorable moments, top three moments yeah, on I think, WFAN. I think
1: that has to be for sure.
0: Right, Craig says goodbye.
1: Yeah, but during Craig and Evan, there was a moment where Evan Roberts took issue with the Tampa Bay Rays and basically oh. called said, something's going on. We all know something's going on. And basically accused him of, of something behind the scenes, whether it's cheating. He never really said that. But in response to that, the Tampa Bay Rays put out the T-shirts of what they said was Tampa Bay journeyman, which is – Hello, what? Which was, quote-unquote, what Evan had to say about the the Rays and their team.
0: Now that you mentioned that, I do remember that story. Evan, uh, right, g- getting through to the Rays' locker room. Anytime you could touch a nerve with a locker room, and I know from experience, remember the whole, <laughs> the Annalise is over. That would have been the top story one of from the pr- prior year. Um, but Evan did basically the same thing with the Rays. Not saying they were cheating, but insinuating that they might be on something, and it got to a point, you're right, where it starts to get uh, filtered down through that locker room. They come out with the T-shirts. That was a pretty big deal. You're right. Now that I think about that, that wasn't... Now, would you rank that number three on this list? That's not number one, is it? No, it's, okay, it's not, not number one. Because I was going to say, I think, one. off the top of my head. Now, truth be told, Hoff and I talked about some of the topics before, but I had Hoff narrow it down and surprising me here live on the air. But no doubt about it, Evan getting through to the Rays cheat scandal or whatever you want to call it, disrespecting the Rays... Getting in their heads, and by the way, then they uh, they didn't fall apart, but obviously they didn't uh, keep up the pace that they were on the rest of the way. So Evan, of course, has the last lap. Yeah, that was a big one. FAM made some news with that with Evan and the Rays. All right, what's number two?
1: Listen, we did, we've we done a good job of, of getting notoriety over this past year, whether mm. it was purposeful or not. And one guy who just seems to <laughs> always find a way to put his foot in his mouth, uh, <laughs> Joe Beningo, oh, who yeah who comes back— <laughs>
0: This was a recent one. Don't have to dig too deep in the calendar to find this one. Listen,
1: you, we all get text messages from people that we know in the business, whether it's a GM, whether it's a player, whether it's a whatever, an owner. Mm. I've heard plenty of off-the-air conversations with hosts that surprisingly had conversations with somebody. Like, I got a phone call from so-and-so. Where'd they come from? Joe Beningo's always been open. He texts Robert Sala all the time. Problem is, mm. he shares what Robert Sala says back, and in doing so, uh, it basically threw a lot more heat on Robert Sala's way. As he went on to basically tell uh, tell the world that when he questioned Zach Wilson, he gave a little rundown of Zach of what they need to do going forward to put Zach back in and gave a uh, uh, Robert Saul's response and the rest was history.
0: Yeah, that was that was a weird one. Now, you know, we all love Joe around here, but that to me was a little bit, you know, crossing the line in that any kind of relationship that you have like that where you're texting with somebody, y- you can't really air that. <laughs> it's it's assumed it's off the record or it's between the two of you and Joe, to his credit, is Joe and he doesn't give a shit and he flat out said Uh, He's going to get mad at me for saying this, bro, but I don't care. And then he went on and said what Sala texted him. And and the fact that, oh, man, I'm even uncomfortable like thinking back (laughs) to that and talking about it. The fact that not only Joe said what was texted to him, but he misinterpreted the damn text from Sala. Imagine, to, to Sala's credit, he may not be a good head coach, but he's a very good dude. He's like, you know what, I still love Joe B. Even when asked about that, I mean, think about it. He goes out of his way to play golf, make Joe feel good. Then Joe's on the air ripping him, exposing him, the text messaging. Oh, God, what a mess. The Jets head coach has to answer questions about a text message to Joe Beningo. Do we need to say any more about I mean, it? I mean, that's outrageous. But By the way, I do have a question for you because,
1: mm-hmm. I, we, you know, if you were in Joe's position and you did have – this tight relationship with it, with, with Salah, who is, you know, basically under fire, would if people ask you questions, are you just basically plead the fifth? Are you just trying to keep it like even killer? Are you trying to say the right answer? Because I hear a lot of people that will defend the people that they know because you feel like you want to build that relationship. Right. You want to keep that relationship. Joe's gone the complete opposite right. way. Like, he's like, I don't give an F.
0: Which is why you should still respect him because he can never be bought, so to speak. Uh, I'll admit I probably can. But, no, Joe can't be bought, and he's going to be himself regardless. But I just – there's something about that that didn't sit right with me, and I think a lot of people as well. And Joe's not trying to do harm. He's just frustrated with his team. And even at the expense of a potential friendship with the head coach of the team, uh, eh, you know, he he aired something that didn't need to be aired. And maybe the worst mistake, although that was pretty bad, was misinterpreting what the text was, which made it part of the story, basically saying that Zach Wilson is no good, but that is not, in fact, what the coach was saying. That was a weird one, man. I don't know if – I mean, there have been some stuff that's happened over the years with the fan. That one was bizarre.
1: That was very crazy.
0: Now, before you give me the number one um, uh, WFAN story or controversy or whatever you want to label it here, give me some others. Like, was there something from Boomer and Geo that you picked out?
1: Yeah, so I think the biggest moment from Boomer and Geo, just because the whole Aaron Judge, not Aaron Judge, Aaron Rodgers Mm -hmm. thing was going on, and they had their first live event, so it wasn't really on the air, but it did get a lot of play. Joe Douglas showed up, and basically Boomer, in a very drunk state, by the way.
0: I remember, yeah.
1: Asked Joe Douglas, straight to his face, is... Is Aaron Rodgers gonna be here? And he said yes.
0: And this was before. This is
1: before oh, it was official. The crowd
0: probably went nuts. I didn't see the video, or was there a video of it? Or? Oh, there was a video. Okay. Went viral.
1: I went on air I went yeah, on I air too. not too long afterwards, so I was able to pump that up a little bit too. I felt very good. Like it was cool yeah. just to be there, be there, and, and Joe Douglas' presence when you thought that Joe Douglas actually knew what he was doing. Um, but now, yeah. But but in that moment. It was awesome. And so I think Boomer G I I think that might be one of the biggest moments for them. No
0: question. And it should be a top moment, too. Like we said, we just try to get down to three of it here. Uh, anything else stand out to you?
1: Yeah. Now, listen, this is where the toss-up goes mm. because it's there's one from our show that's going to take the cake. Here, right. right. There's another one that I really wanted to throw in there, but I'm not sure if, it, if it's the top level, but it involves you. Oh. It involves the Carl Banks hang-up. Uh, and I feel like, the, you know, it was, a, it was a moment. It lived on for a long time. We all did our, our due diligence. We all talked mm-hmm. to Carl off the air. Respect here and there. It's all good. But it was made outside of here into a huge thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, we've addressed this on the air. Like I said, I apologize to Carl. Actually, the thing that frustrates me the most about this whole thing is that people only listen to what they wanted to listen to of it, whether it's the actual hang-up, whether it is a video clip, Whether it's just that whole spot, but they don't listen to the whole show, what happened before and after. And if you go back and listen to the segment before Carl came on, you would know that Carl was coming on with an agenda to get after us for something. We said it on the air. And then if you listen to it after, you would have heard me say God, I hated that it had to go like that. I'm sorry. I'm going to wear my Carl Banks jersey again next week, by the way, which I bought before the year so I could wear a Carl Banks jersey when we had him on, which I guarantee you nobody else in the history of the station has done before out of respect for Carl Banks So this idea like they didn't respect Carl Banks is ridiculous. Anyway, apologized afterward. We apologized to Carl directly. Okay, he didn't want to come on anymore. It's fine. It happens. But if you go back and listen to the spot, I didn't think it needed to go where it did, and I don't think that BT and I were the only ones at fault for it getting out of control. But that's not number one.
1: No, what is number one? The um, very early in the football season, maybe uh, four plays (laughs) after the football season, the Aaron Rodgers show was basically over. But on Monday, on Tuesday morning, because it was Monday game, on Tuesday morning somebody Hmm. came in. I remember this. Was not defeated was, let's say, unkillable, and that is Brandon Tierney. As he walked in with the most, I think probably one of the most epic speeches this year by anybody, by any personality, but definitely on WFAN, his unkillable speech tops the list.
0: Now, you do realize that this episode will not air until next week, so BT's Christmas bonus or present to you has already been (laughs) delivered. There is no need to further kiss his ass off. (laughs) to have him grease the card a little bit more. Uh, I'll tell you this, sitting next to him, this is the truth. That moment happened with Rodgers that night. The next day, I felt like, God, me personally, if I were doing the show on my own, my tone would have been somber. Why us? How could this happen to the Jet fan again? When I say us, I'm representing the Jet fan. You know, I didn't grow up with Jet fan necessarily, but I'm rooting for the Jets in this particular case. Like, how could this possibly happen again? Devastating, all that stuff. And to his credit, BT was not like that. He came in with maybe more fire than I've ever seen before and gave you the whole, we are unkillable! And, like, there was a moment in the studio sitting next to him where, like, I didn't think he was going to punch me, but I wasn't sure. (laughs) I didn't know what was going to go down in there. I know he looked angry. He had his hood up. He was frustrated. He was ripping that microphone. And I thought there was a chance if I maybe gave a bad look, I might have gotten hit.
1: I, I definitely felt like he was throwing bullets at me when he said, stop walking around like a loser. You, <laughs> stop walking around work like a loser. I was like, oh, shit. What, what, bro? Who are you talking to? But that's the funny thing. And this is, bless BT because this is who he is. He stands by his team. He's committed. He's never he, – he he acts like he's playing or coaching on the team. Right. Like, we don't back down. This is, But the reality is, is you're not on the team, and
0: they suck. You know what I think he was doing <laughs> with that one? I think he was – like, remember how I said I was going to come in and be somber? And, I think he was talking to himself, <laughs> where the other side of him was, like, how I felt. Why, Oz? How could this happen to us again? Our prized possession. How do you get four plays in? Really? Really, sports gods? So I think the unkillable, stop walking around, work like a loser. I think he was talking to another part of himself. But I'll tell you this. It made for a great moment. And we had some fun with it during the course of the football season, of course, throughout the year where he still thought the Jets were going to make the playoffs, and they uh, and they didn't. All right, that does it for us. The final episode of WFAN Daily for this year. The top moments in WFAN over the year when we come back On New Year's Day, we'll have the top moments in sports of 2023 before we get started for a new season of New York sports in 2024. Enjoy the rest of your day.